Road repair. It's essential as our highways constantly suffer wear and tear, and it costs money. But the traditional means of funding road repair are facing challenges, and joining us to discuss this is Andreas Groen, director of the Berkeley Research Group. Andreas, tell us how road repair and maintenance is typically funded. Most road repairs, in particular at the state and federal level, are funded with the fuel tax that we are all paying at the pump. I see. And why is this funding source under threat? Well, as more and more people switch from uh, combustion engine vehicles to electric vehicles or hybrids, the fuel tax revenues are declining. And another factor, I guess, would be the average weight of vehicles, which has changed a lot in the last 30 years, as I understand it. Is that right? Well, the average weight is changing, and it changes even more when we consider electric vehicles because the batteries make those vehicles much heavier than traditional vehicles. What can states do, if anything, about the popularity of electric vehicles in terms of their funding? First of all, my understanding is that most, if not all, states prefer that consumers switch to electric vehicles because of the environmental benefits. Having said that, there is a reduction in the fuel tax revenue, and states have to compensate for that. And they adjust that once a year? There are different models and concepts. For example, in Virginia, the state where I reside, there's an annual tax on electric vehicles. It's a flat fee that owners of electric vehicles pay. Are there potential risks of significantly raising the electric vehicle fees for registration of the vehicles? Well, it could make those vehicles unpopular with consumers if they realize there's a high annual tax. So states have to take that into account when they model the adoption of electric vehicles and how much they want to have people in their state adopt electric vehicles. Are there any alternative funding models that could help provide adequate road maintenance? Well, the model that the states are adopting provides some funding. The funding might be reduced because people who drive a lot who will be early adopters of electric vehicles because the running costs are lower than of combustion engine vehicles. And then they will pay less in taxes on the electric vehicle than they would pay for fuel taxes. Having said that, the annual tax does not provide an incentive to reduce driving. So there are other concepts that are available that would make the incentives for drivers compatible with what we would like people to do, namely drive less, and in particular drive less when roads are congested. We've established that there is a significant weight difference between electric and gasoline vehicles. How could these affect infrastructure planning? in terms of the construction of roads and bridges and all of those things? Or is that not really a factor? Well, I believe it is a factor because heavier vehicles that are also able to accelerate more will have more wear and tear on bridges and roads. So that will be an issue. But then the other issue is that traffic patterns are likely to change. Owners of electric vehicles have different incentives to drive than owners of combustion engine vehicles. The cost per mile is lower than with a combustion engine vehicle because you're not paying the fuel tax at the pump. So therefore, it is likely that 
owners of electric vehicles will drive further than owners of combustion engine vehicles. To that, we have to add the uh, impact of the pandemic where people decide that they don't need to go to their office five days a week. So that also then allows longer commutes for the fewer times that people go to the office. As we wrap this up, do you have any last words on this road repair and maintenance funding and how you see it in the future? Well, change is necessary. So this is an opportunity to develop a new funding mechanism that is incentive compatible and achieves major policy goals, namely reducing congestion and reducing the miles driven by owners. And so these are opportunities to adopt new tax systems based on newly available technologies. Andreas Groen, director of the Berkeley Research Group, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. That wraps up another edition of InfoTrack. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm your host, Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.